TED Audio Collective. This TED Talk features inventor, scientist, author, and engineer, Danny Hillis, recorded live at TED 2017. Support for TED Talks Daily comes from Odoo. If you feel like you're wasting time and money with your current business software or just want to know what you could be missing, then you need to join the millions of other users who switched to Odoo. Odoo is the affordable all-in-one management software with a library of fully integrated business applications that help you get more done in less time for a fraction of the price. To learn more, visit odoo.com slash TED Talks. That's O-D-O-O dot com slash TED Talks. Odoo, modern management made simple. Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? The real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. What if there was a way to build a thermostat that allowed you to turn down the temperature of the Earth anytime you wanted? Now, you would think if somebody had a plausible idea about how to do that, everybody would be very excited about it and there'd be lots of research on how to do it. But in fact, a lot of people do understand how to do that. But there's not much support for research in this area. And I think part of it is because there are some real misunderstandings about it. So I'm not going to try to convince you today that this is a good idea. Um, But I am going to try to get your curiosity going about it and um, clear up some of the misunderstandings. So the basic idea of solar geoengineering is that we can cool things down just by reflecting a little bit more sunlight back into space. And ideas about how to do this have been around literally for decades. Clouds are a great way to do that, these low-lying clouds. Everybody knows it's cooler under a cloud. I like this cloud because it has exactly the same water content as the transparent air around it. And it just shows that even a little bit of a change in the flow of the air can cause a cloud to form. We make artificial clouds all the time. These are contrails, which are artificial water clouds that are made by the passing of a jet engine. And so we're already changing the clouds in our Earth by accident or, if you like to believe it, by super-secret government conspiracy. (laughs) Um, But we are already doing this quite a lot. This is a NASA picture of shipping lanes. And so passing ships actually cause clouds to form. And this is a big enough effect that it actually helps reduce global warming already by about a degree. So we already are doing solar engineering. There's lots of ideas about how to do this. People have looked at everything from building giant parasols out into space to fizzing bubble waters in the ocean. And some of these are actually very plausible ideas. Um, One that was published recently by David Keith at Harvard is to take chalk and, and put dust up into the stratosphere where it reflects off sunlight. 
And that's a really neat idea because chalk is one of the most common minerals on Earth, and it's very safe. It's, it's so safe we put it into baby food. And basically, if you throw chalk up into the stratosphere, it comes down in a couple of years all by itself, dissolved in rainwater. Now, before you start worrying about all this chalk in your rainwater, let me explain to you how little, little of it it actually takes. And that turns out to be very easy to calculate.、Uh, this is a back of the envelope calculation I made, <laughs> but. I, I assure you, people have done much more cal careful calculations, and it comes out with the same answer, which is that it, you have to put chalk up at a rate of about 10 teragrams a year to undo the effects of, of the CO2 that we've already done, just in terms of temperature, not all the effects, but the temperature. So, well, you know, what, what does that look like? I, I can't visualize 10 teragrams per year.、Um, so, I asked the Uh, Cambridge Fire Department and Taylor Millsall、uh, to lend me a hand. And this is a hose pumping water at 10 teragrams a year. And that is how much you would have to pump into the stratosphere to cool the Earth back down to pre industrial levels. It's, it's amazingly little, it's like one hose for the entire Earth. Now, of course, you wouldn't really use a hose, you'd fly it up in airplanes or something like that. But so little, it would be like putting a, hand, a handful of chalk into every Olympic swimming pool full of rain. It's almost nothing. So, why don't people like this idea? Why isn't it taken more seriously? And, and, and there's some very good reasons for that.、Um, a lot of people really don't think. We should be talking about this at all. And in fact, I have some very good friends in the audience who I respect a lot who really don't think I should be talking about this. And the reason is that they're concerned that if people imagine that there's some easy way out, that we won't give up our addiction to fossil fuels. And I do worry about that. I think it's actually a serious problem. But There's also, I think, a deeper problem, which is nobody likes the idea of messing with the entire Earth. I certainly don't. I love this planet, I really do. And I don't want to mess with it. But we're already changing our atmosphere, we're already messing with it. And so I think it, it makes sense for us to look for ways to have. So, mitigate that in impact. And we need to do research to do that. We need to understand the science behind that. I've noticed that there's a theme that's kind of developed at, at, at TED, which is kind of fear versus hope, or creativity versus caution. And of course, we need both of those. So, there aren't any silver bullets. You know, this is certainly not a silver bullet. Um, but we need science to tell us what our options are, and that informs both our creativity and our caution. So I am an optimist about our future selves, but I'm not an optimist because I think our problems are small. I'm an optimist because I think our capacity to deal with our problems 
is much greater than we imagine. Thank you very much. For more TED Talks, go to TED.com.